0: Hey there, I'm Lucas Fitz. If you know me, you know two things to be true. I love a good pair of denim, and I'm always here for the stories. When I first got into the heritage goods movement and buying intentionally, I looked to American Field as an industry leader in connecting cool brands to cool consumers. There's nothing better than hearing the story behind how a big idea grew into a business. Now, we're bringing it online and inviting you to join in the conversation, whether you're watching or listening along from wherever you call home. I'll be hosting these Fireside chats, intimate, personal looks at the inner workings of some of our favorite brands on our AF network. So sit down, grab a whiskey or coffee or beer, and ride along as we shine the spotlight on real people and real stories. This is AF Fireside. Today's episode is presented by Jamestown, a global real estate investment and management company known for transforming spaces into innovation hubs and community centers. Learn more at jamestownlp.com. Hey, welcome back to AF Fireside. This is a long overdue discussion that we're having here. Am I right? It is. Yeah, you're right. A very, (laughs) very, very long time. We've got Charles here from Charles Miller Brand Denim, a very close friend of mine, uh, a close uh, mentor and confidant of mine. Psyched to have you on the podcast today. How's it going, bud?
1: Good, good, man. It's it's definitely a mutual thing. You know, I I feed off you and I lean on you a lot to make sure that I'm, uh, I'm thinking correctly and I'm doing correctly, you know?
0: Well, that's what we're talking about today. A <laughs> little, little bit of context for those that, uh, we'll, we'll talk about the brand in a second, but little context for those that may not know me or know Charles. We met at an American field show in 2017, 18. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just there as a, as a wee little, wee little spectator. Uh, Charles had a booth set up in, in Boston down in the seaport. Uh, I was not in the market for a new pair of jeans, but stopped by his booth and I, I'll never forget it. Somebody bent down in front of me to pick something up and it was so uncomfortable, uh, Charles and I had made eye contact and we could not, not acknowledge it. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah. and it's been, it's been, we've been, been family since, man, look That's at us right. now both, both, uh, this is the first time I've recorded one of these at home at night in sweatpants. And I am sure you are in the same,
1: I am definitely in the same, I'm just saying. <laughs> Sweatpants pants awesome. after a swim class? Yeah.
0: Oh, swim class. Are you? You're learning how to swim?
1: No, the kids. <laughs> no,
0: the kids. The kids. I swim like I
1: swim like a shark. You know what I mean? Oh, okay.
0: A dolphin, maybe. <laughs> All right, cool, man. So for those of those of you listening, or those folks listening that uh, have not yet heard of Charles Miller Brand Denim, give me a rundown of the
1: brand. All right. So uh, Charles Miller Brand Denim, uh, veteran owned. And operated. We began the brand back in uh, 2010, but launched it in 2015. And it's essentially just denim and heritage goods for the traveling professional. And we talk about a traveling professional. That is whatever it is that your niche is and your journey is. We want to make sure that you're able to customize that by making products from our brand, yours, and building a story with it. Nice. Love it
0: uh how about kind of the state of the union these days what's what's going on in the cmbd lounge
1: so in the cmbd right now uh the lounge is kind of in in transition now we're we're picking up from uh, being in the midwest and illinois and we're headed back to the dc virginia maryland area where um that's kind of that's where the brand started um where we launched it at in dc and so um a a lot of familiarity there in the area. Um, we're just excited. Um, we're expanding the brand in um, just multiple areas as far as um, the product line. Um, we're having readily available product throughout the whole year now. Um, in addition to the, the collaborations that we love to do with other small makers and other brands and other uh, shops, and it's it's, it's just exciting. Um, we're 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 into the. Um, still into the American made, um, also the, uh, the, the Japanese uh, fabric as well. And it kind of kind of just ties into how we just like to have everything um, just circled around our journey and our travel. So uh, moving to the east, back to the east, it's just it's just another part of the story. You know? Nice.
0: And, and to clarify, the, the move is due to your active military status.
1: Yeah. Forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a yeah. big one. <laughs> it is a big one. <laughs> a yeah, big so one. We, we pick up and move every, every three years or so, um, which thankfully we've been able to kind of intertwine that in with the brand's mission and, and, and the brand and how we just our flow for the brand. And it's, it's, it's been awesome. So, and with family included in that too, we, we kind of make everything community family centric. Um, so everything's tied to each other.
0: Nice man, it's no no small undertaking for sure. No,
1: uh,
0: cool. So w- there are a thousand resources where people can go and listen to you and I have a conversation about uh, the brand and our our friendship and our relationship. Uh, right. So we're, let's cut that out here. <laughs> and, <laughs> and and I thought that you know, kind of given given your lifestyle and given the lifestyle of the brand uh, and all the moving pieces that you have going on at any given time. I, I wanted to sit down with you and kind of round table what our next kind of topic of discussion is going to be uh, for folks okay. that have listened so far. Maybe listen to the last couple episodes. We did a, re- a couple recap roundup episodes about our uh, partners in life partners and business series, our family owned kind of generational handed down businesses and uh, brands that are owned and operated by women. Uh, so our next chunk of brands uh, is going to be, are, are kind of all going to focus on sustainability and uh, upon thinking about that category and kind of what that means, I go back to a conversation that you and I had maybe a year ago,
1: right.
0: Discussing buzzwords like sustainability heritage is a big one for you. And I community is obviously a big one for you Mm -hmm. and the way that um, both big and small businesses have latched onto those buzzwords and diluted the meaning and, and made it so that you really have to own the ownership that doesn't make any sense. You, you have to really own that domain, right. And and, and define mm-hmm. what sustainable or what community or what heritage or collaboration means to you. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think that's kind of the place to start. I, I'm curious from your positioning as a consumer, how important is sustainability and, and like what avenue
1: of sustainability is most important to you? Oh, man, that's, that's like a, oh, man, That is I, I I'm I'm gonna go back to own the ownership. I mean, you said that it makes not make sense, but I think it does make sense. Like, Okay. You, All right. You, okay. I like that. So when you, because it's, it's multiple layered um, in, in my opinion, sustainability. So when you talk about own ownership, meaning to me, it's owning, owning the legacy of your brand of your product and, and, and what you want to see in the future and how, what you're doing now affects the future for goods affects the future for consumers affects the future for the environment. And so, uh, it's, it's, it's multi-layered and, um, I think real sustainability begins at, what are you doing to better the consumer's experience with the product that you're, that you're creating? Sure. I think that's, the, I think that's the foundation of it essentially. You, mean, you
0: think that goes beyond,
1: uh, you know, beyond
0: the physical environment, like the
1: global environment. Yeah, I think it goes beyond that because I think, as, I mean, yeah, it's like whatever whatever products you're using, um, whether it's 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 trimming that's that's um, recyclable or it's or it's less water usage, less less chemical usage in in whatever product you're you're producing or creating. Um, and I think it goes it goes from that. And what we really don't talk about enough is. The, the the transition of information and legacy as it goes to to innovation for the the, the next the next Lucases or the next Charleses that that are that are going to come up with the next big idea or big product sure, um, sure. we we talked about it we talked about it um, in one of our our, um, our email campaigns and and we talked about heritage and I think this sustainability part of it talks to feeding feeding the heritage which in that, in, 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 that perspective is the, uh, the hunger and the grind in the next up and coming entrepreneurs, um, or small business owners, you know? Sure. Totally. Yeah.
0: I think that we're, um, I don't know. This is a little, maybe a little hot take. We're going to call it a hot give cause I'm, I'm giving this insight. If you don't know it already, we've totally been fooled on the whole like metal straws <laughs> sustainability thing. Like, um, the, the reality, uh, you know, those, uh, those huge companies that are dumping waste into rivers and into the, uh, into the atmosphere have right. convinced us to, 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 to buy more things, you know, right. And, right. and a means to be, to be sustainable, big, big air quotes run sustainable there. Um, right. but that is, uh, you know, there, I think there's something, like you said, there's something to be said about practicing, uh, a greater sense of sustainability, right? Boiling that down to meaning creating an atmosphere where we can continue to do these things right? Um, right. In, in a, in a means that is not uh, a, a sales driver. And that's like right. a thing I'm really interested in, in learning about. Uh, obviously a lot of those things are kind of consumer are mm-hmm. are, are, come from a consumer push right this is this is important obviously the planet is important obviously the environment is important obviously we can't keep doing anything we don't have a planet to live on right um but i think that it's a it's a it's it's bigger than that right and and you have to factor in what what part of that movement isn't coming from a, a marketing push right right so but now to contradict what I just said, let, let me give you an <laughs> opportunity to speak to the sustainable practices. Uh, let's let's kind of zoom out. You know, we're, we're and, and I've just got a couple of brands lined up for this series and, and the next one, in fact, that are kind of back to our, our hair, my heritage roots, heritage brands. Um, so I, I'm super stoked about that, but let's talk a little bit about kind of what the sustainability practices of raw, raw salvage denim versus mass produced denim. And then specifically about the brand.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) we're big advocates for untreated, raw, everything um, American made. um, And it's, it's a, it's a different appreciation than um, I guess we'll just use the term fast fashion um, or mass produced fashion, which, you know, these, these, these are hundreds of thousands of pieces of, of, of denim where they're, uh, uh, they're distressed or they're um just, just something is, is something about the denim the finished product is not the same as it was when it comes in the raw state and sure, that sure. is not that is not sustainable and I mean brands will use they'll, they'll, they'll build up and just pull leverage on the fact that one piece of the finished product whether it be a hang tag or something like that it makes the freaking brand sustainable well it's not sustainable because these 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 things have happened so it's like right. when, you, when you have a an idea like you said like a, a marketing driver like hey this is this is my elevator pitch and it's all about sustainability and nine times out of ten that brand is not going to hold those standards continuously because something's going to shortchange and they're going to try to make more money off of something else and then that's when Sustainability just falls out the window, but it's still a marketing push. And so, when it comes to raw denim, uh, we started off with just raw. We didn't want anything, any, any additives, any water, uh, any, um, any chemicals. And we've we've done those re- that research. We went to these plants and these 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 wash factories, and we saw these things happening. We even had samples made, and it's like it, it just it it artificially changes. The character uh, and the characteristics of the denim. And that's something that we did not want. And Mm -hmm. the thing that drove that was, hey, we wanted people to create their own story because there's nothing better than there's nothing that replaces the natural oils that come out of your body into your denim after wearing wearing that pair for six months straight
0: it's that nothing, is, it's that nothing. Is the most
1: the most disgusting way you could have said that i'm
0: <laughs> I, mean, I mean because look i, I think I'm, the only the only way you could have made that worse is if you said
1: fluids instead of oils fluids that would have been yeah that would have been definitely disgusting but hey you know <laughs> so for the people who don't know me so we have two kids my wife and i one's five now one is 16 months and of course, you know I'm wearing denim all the time. And so the baby, oh yes, it was multiple times where it was throw up, spit up, um uh you know, we're just say like poopy diapers, you know, okay. pee diapers, you know, and stuff got on the denim. And hey, look, that's okay. I wipe it off with a baby wipe. That's maybe have uh, I don't know, it's not a Clorox wipe or nothing like that, but I wipe the I wipe just, the crap just off. Just quit quit before you. It's <laughs> like, quit. It's like quit while you're at. Cuz I don't care. <laughs> but and so you know but all jokes aside my wife plays around with me and she 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 gets to owe me for not washing my denim but i end up washing it but the thing is when you when you touch when you touch a pair of raw denim that you've been wearing for six months and you haven't washed that that pair of denim and then you touch some denim that's been factory made and run through the launder launder um it's it's just it's a totally different feel and it's not quality. Sure. Yeah.
0: So, so what it boils down to, and and this is half, half recapping for folks that maybe aren't into denim, and half making sure that I understand it correctly. Right. Bottom line, when it comes to sustainability, raw denim is going to be more sustainable because it's not using the unrenewable resources that it takes to distress denim in in the form that you find in H and M.
1: Right. Gotcha. And and even too, even too, like if you so all right so because people are going to wash their denim right so we talk about that so you,
0: you have you have to yeah. <laughs> you, you absolutely have to you yeah. have to right? yeah yeah absolutely you, know, you want
1: to get the baby poop and just, the baby just make sure that
0: them, that's right? even if you don't have poop on it then it's still very important you wanna, that you wash yeah, your denim yeah i just want to make sure denim. that's ex- extremely clear <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you want tips on not washing your denim just hit me up and we'll oh, talk God. about all the disgusting things Gross. that happen on my denim but okay. sustainability also talks to, hey, okay, I'm a raw denim guy. I want to wash my, my, my denim. It, what's, what's the preference? Am I washed in the washing machine where I'm going to waste, or not even waste, but I'm going to use gallons and gallons of denim? Or am I going to just- Gallons and gallons put, of water. Yeah, I'm sorry. Water, yeah. 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 Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> gallons and gallons of water. <laughs> or am I going to put three inches in the, in the bathtub and just soak my denim for an hour?
0: Three inches of yeah. what
1: inches of water okay. i didn't say it. Right. I, have well, no, I, just, right I have a problem with water right now
0: i guess so i guess in you know, water I, I think i dug in a little too deep it's all good <laughs> what a fun what a fun episode this is great <laughs> um oh and and now for those that aren't watching charles is sipping from a mcdonald's cup
1: <laughs> drinking
0: water <laughs> tell me more about sustainability my friend so all right now that we're making it nice and personal we're having a good time here uh the more that I've heard sustainability, I don't know, in the last let's say last five years that it's been a, a real kind of prominent thing, right. uh, kind of in the in the the big and small market. Mm-hmm. Um, I found that that word bleeds into my everyday vocabulary in the personal sense. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm not doing that anymore because it's just it's just not sustainable. I just can't I can't sustain that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And that was a thing that I did not say before. So, you know i heard about oh this is a you know here's a taylor stitch practice of sustainability right here's what um you know pa- patagonia's sustainability model right um so i think it's important to also look at that on the on the uh, always the macro and the micro right and the micro is looking at the sustainability of the business like mm-hmm. you're saying to, to be able to pass that legacy down mm-hmm. and i'm wondering you know this is similar to conversations i know you've had in interviews in the past, but, full-time parents Mm -hmm. full-time military full-time trying to grow a brand into something that will you know run itself when the military is no longer uh a part of your day-to-day right how do you sustain that lifestyle i i have no idea
1: uh you know ah, man i i have an idea because i'm doing it but it it changes every season Mm -hmm. and that that perspective of sustainability is kind of delayed instant gratification if you will so you know interesting yeah so it's like all right um instant gratification is hey i want i want um I don't know. I, I want this meal now. I don't want to wait to cook it. Or I want this brand to be successful. Now I don't want to put the time and work and effort to, to, to growing it and building, building a community and building a, a presence. Or I want, um, I want my fades in my denim right now. I don't want to put the work into breaking in this raw pair of denim. Like there's, there's something about being sustainable, being consistent. And um, just, just, just having that, uh, I guess that follow through that consistent follow through that this is my goal and I'm going to get to that goal. And in order to get to that goal, sustainability kind of has a synonym in that instance where it's consistency. So consistency breeds sustainability. Sure. You know, when you, when you think about it like that and it's like slow is smooth and smooth is fast. So as long as slow is smooth and smooth is fast, I'm able to get to a level where I want to be that, doesn't Doesn't rush me, doesn't push me, but I'm able to maintain this uh, this rhythm, if you will. Yeah. You know? Sure.
0: Sure. I like that. There's a lot of good, a lot of good words in there. That that was that a good poem. That was a good poem that you just wrote there.
1: You know, I'm. Uh, you know, I'm just trying to be a little bit poetic
0: <laughs> to you. That's know? that's right. Did you you taking quarters <laughs> in that McDonald's cup that you're holding? Can I? <laughs> can I give you a tip?
1: The bottom the bottom part of this McDonald's cup is sustainable. Oh.
0: Okay. boom only if you refill it so uh obviously you're living in extreme um obviously yes, you have no. a, a pretty demanding career um <laughs> and and you you put a lot of pressure on yourself to, to do a lot of different things and that is not the life for everyone it is certainly not the life for me but mm-hmm. i know there are people out there in the middle that are you know maybe maybe in the first year or two of their brand or maybe in, you know, negative one year of their brand, right. Where it hasn't yet kicked off yet. Um, and are wondering, you know, I've, I've been in this spot before. Is is this sustainable? Can I do this? Can I burn the candle at both ends to Mm -hmm. create a better life for myself later? Right. That's like kind of the Mm -hmm. juxtaposition of the American entrepreneur that we've talked about in the last series that we, that we recorded. Um, do you have any, any advice on kind of like, what are the, what are the road marks? What are the, um, what, what, what are the signs on the road that say this is sustainable or this isn't sustainable for people that are burning the candle at both ends like that?
1: I think, I think you have to have in my, in in my opinion, my experience, I think you have to have a goal, um, a one year, two year, five year goal with whatever it is. And, I think that that calculates to little 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 mini goals that are weekly, weekly do-outs or weekly tasks that you do. And throughout that process, I think you'll know if this is going to be sustainable or not. Because um, I mean it's just like it's like it's like a uh it's like a workout plan. Like uh, oh here here goes a 21-day jump start to to getting physically fit. Right. Another thing I know nothing about that you're talking about. <laughs> worst I shape mean, of my life <laughs> you know because it, it's, it's 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 a quote out there that says like hey it takes 21 days to, to create a habit and sure. most people won't make it to that 21 days of doing something consistently mm-hmm. and if you equate that to building a brand and and uh, just feeding into your marriage and raising the family and uh also a career um it's it's hard, and so you have to create some type of a semblance of balance when it comes to that, and that balance is gonna change every single day, every single week, every single month, but because you have that 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 goal for that week or that month or that year, you kinda know where, you, where, where your performance is gonna be at, and so you kinda know, hey, is this gonna be sustainable? Um, because if you're married, your spouse is gonna tell you if this is sustainable or not, sure. and if you have a business, the results and the performance is going to tell you this is sustainable or not. So, sure. something's going to tell you. And that, that, that in combination with, um, um, I just lost my thought, that in combination with, um, your performance and maybe some experience that you may have had in the past, you, you, you'll, you'll know if it's sustainable or not. For sure.
0: Cool, man. Well, I mean, that's, that's pretty solid advice there set a goal, find a way to sustain it and yeah. keep your eyes on the road.
1: Yeah. Freaking write it down too. like, write it down. Don't just, don't type it or don't like, you know, you need to physically write down on a white, pa- on a whiteboard, a piece of paper. No, don't write on a piece of paper. That's not sustainable. Write on a whiteboard, <laughs> <laughs> Right on a whiteboard where you can erase it. And then maybe you need to take a picture. This is what I do. I take a picture of my to-do list on my whiteboard. I erase it and I freaking make a new to-do list the next week. And that, that's sustainable for me. That's all that matters. Yeah.
0: Cool, man. Well, this is a pretty uh, pretty in-depth dive here into a couple angles of sustainability. I'm, I'm curious to hear the other founders and, and makers and creatives that I talk to over the next couple episodes. And we'll definitely go back and think about this conversation we had in, in learning kind of some other definitions and other applications. But mm-hmm. um, thank you for your time. I know it's in high demand.
1: Uh, no, man, and- hey, I love talking to you. Like I'm amped up now for the night. Like I might go work out. Oh, yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs>
0: All right. So for those, those that don't know, where's, where's the best way to stay in touch with the brand? If you want to learn more about CMBD.
1: Uh, the, the best, the best spot is uh, Instagram. Uh, you can shoot us a DM. Instagram is at CMBdenim com or the uh, the website too. It's also um, always good news and uh, email email sign up with uh, stuff that we're doing behind the scenes and everything, uh, stories, um, and that's cnbdenham.com. Love it. Cool. All right. Well, we'll
0: talk again soon and hopefully we'll have you back on here again sometime. This was this was a fun and silly episode. I should do I these at night more often. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, all right, man. Talk to you later. All right, we'll See will See ya. I'm Lucas Fitz and this is AF Fireside. To learn more about all the brands featured on the podcast, check out fireside.shopaf.co and don't forget to subscribe to us on your streaming platform of choice. Thanks for listening. Today's episode is presented by Jamestown, a global real estate investment and management company known for transforming spaces into innovation hubs and community centers. Learn more at jamestownlp.com.